0: Welcome to the Truth About Employed Physicians podcast a weekly show where we take you behind the scenes of the professional healthcare industry and reveal the little-known methods. Highly successful physicians, doctors, and professionals are executing right now to maximize their income, reduce their financial liabilities, and most importantly, regain the freedom to live their lives on their terms. Subscribe to the Truth About Employed Physicians podcast today so you don't miss a single episode of this highly valuable information from our host, a veteran physician with more than 20 years in practice and counting. Now, your host, Dr. Incorporated.
1: everybody, this is Dr. Incorporated bringing you another episode of The Truth About Employed Physicians. Uh, we are in the process of unpacking a book that I wrote to uh, young physicians uh, talking about various elements of um, being a young doctor. And we've kind of come to uh, the last chapter, the end of the book, talking about um, the purposeful life. Um, I hope in your week this past week, you've had that moment where you said to yourself, this is why I'm a doctor. Uh, this is what it's about. Um, and, and helping people is traditionally that thing that motivates many of us to choose medicine, to to go into medicine altogether, to to do something that really makes a difference in people's life. And at the end of the day, I think that's the fuel that really keeps each one of us going. It's not for some of you, it may be in part the high income. And I, I'm thankful that I get to get paid um, a fair amount of money to do good. I mean, it really is unusual. I've always said that actually to my wife, I can't believe I get paid this much to do this. Um, but at the same time, it's not that money that drives me. And I hope it doesn't drive you because if it drives you it's ultimately going to be an empty source for you. And and I think purpose and meaning are are really what carry the day for most of us. And this last chapter is kind of meant to wrap up that idea or concept for us. Um, Your vocation and your wealth really provide um, you with a sense of purpose that's often bigger than you when it comes to being a doctor. And John, I know you've um, you've been involved in various things um, as a medical student that go beyond... Um, just medicine when it comes to having purpose and meaning in your life i know you were involved in a um, it was a medical clinic but a free clinic right involved in in your medical school can you tell us a little bit about that
0: yeah so it was a clinic for people who don't have insurance and don't have the means to pay for medical care so it took care of their mm-hmm. lot of chronic health issues diabetes hypertension. got the medicine helped them get imaging for problems for acute problems we get them referrals and as a good community resource those well, on the community run is pretty um supportive of the medical mm-hmm. students and clinics such as this so okay. yeah. so it's outside good.
1: of outside of medicine though are there things that you found that have kind of given you a sense of purpose or meaning that's kind of bigger than medicine at all have that been something you've thought about? Are you just so steeped in being a medical student in medicine that you can't think of anything else hardly?
0: Um, I mean, there's a big picture purpose of, uh, I think that we're called to make the world better and Mm -hmm. impact those people around us, whatever, no matter what you're doing, what you're involved in, I think that um, it's important to take advantage of your gifts and skills to help others in whatever way that you can in their situation and impact them um, uh, as much as you can, whether that's medicine or whether that's through any other, any other mm-hmm. means.
1: Yeah. Um, and the city you live in, there's a lot of homeless people. Do you ever find yourself interacting with those homeless people?
0: Um, occasionally not, not, not a ton personally. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, I think very d- deep within the soul of most doctors, um, is that sense of altruism though, that sense of wanting to do good for our fellow man um, and our fellow women that make can make a big difference when it comes to their lives and our lives. And I tell you, as we get involved in working as employed physicians for employers and dealing with third parties and dealing with the challenges of, of really the structure of medicine, sometimes it can suck or take away or, or undermine that altruistic core that really is between you as a and the patient Mm -hmm. at the end of the day that's why you chose often to do what we do and that is there's a patient and a human being behind um the care that you're giving and and the really the joy that you have in doing good for them is very powerful emotion have you had many experiences like that as a medical student yet um where you feel like you can make a difference or yeah
0: i think as a medical student one of the big differences is just we have a little bit more time than the physicians, and so we usually get to spend longer periods of time with patients. Mm-hmm. So that allows us to really hear their concerns and be a ear to listen to what's going on in their lives, both with their That's medical problem and personally their families. You know, medical students you ask about every detail yeah, of their right. lives, and they appreciate the opportunity to open up and say it's almost a therapeutic interaction you feel like you really have a meaningful impact in that way the for them to open up about things that normally they might not get you might not have a ear to truly listen engage you cares about that's that kind of true yeah
1: i think holistically that's a powerful notion when you really do take the time to get to know somebody and their story their narrative and really how you can do the maximum good for them, which sometimes isn't something medical. Sometimes it, it's actually just listening. It can't yeah. be just loving them and listening to their story, mm-hmm. um, which is a very um, important thing. Um, I've often found that money and wealth, which do tend to follow doctors, can actually be an obstacle to our altruistic purpose. It can kind of cloud things, it can kind of get in our way. I do think that's a unique challenge for doctors. They have that risk.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely a risk. It's because of the fact that you're making money through helping people. Uh, It's kind of a unique position. And I think that could potentially cause some conflict for some people. It's important Mm -hmm. to balance um, and keep in mind what your original intent and purpose was in getting into the medical field. I think most people is for the sake of, seeing those in need and wanting to meet those needs through um, medicine and through uh, medical services that are available, whether it's actual, pharma, you know, uh, pharmaceutical mm-hmm. therapy with drugs yep. or whether it's surgeries or whether it's, you know, all of the different ways that doctors can help people. Um, it's important to keep in mind that you're wanting to help people even though you are getting paid to do it and you do have, there are some financial incentives in place that can be perhaps clouding to people the further that they get into their careers Yeah, as they've seen more patients maybe become a little bit jaded and um, it's important to kind of keep in mind your roots and as a medical student the same thing I think going through medical school even you can become a little jaded with all the red tape you have to go through with medical school administrations but that's that's around your whole professional life and so think like managing that and keeping in mind your purpose and drive for doing what you're doing is really important.
1: Yeah, I think as an employed physician in particular, for me, it's easy for me to sort of see the work I do as a financial exchange with my employer. And, and in that process, I'm creating RVUs that are a part of a compensation plan that allows me to receive pay. Um, and in, in, in viewing it in that way, there's some truth. That's how it is organized. That is how I get paid. But underneath that is a patient, is a person, is somebody who is in need of care. Somebody who either needs some, some form of wellness care from me, has some acute care need or some chronic disease element as a family doctor that needs to be managed. And um, I can either choose to engage in that patient and do those right things medically from an altruistic standpoint, or I can sort of choose to u- do it as my sort of duty for my employer Mm-hmm. So that they can pay me for doing that duty for them, and and uh, it's easy to kind of get duped into um, losing sight of the patient, because the patient gets squeezed out of that relationship over time, especially in in, in for employed physicians, because oftentimes the patients have a relationship fiduci- in a fiduciary sense with the employer through third parties, insurance, etc and you as an employee physician have a fiduciary relationship with that employer and they don't always have the same goals. And so that tension creates separation between you and the patient. And so that altruistic nature of what you want to do as a doctor can just kind of, I don't know, get lost. And then seeing patients become a drag. Then you start looking at your schedule each day and you go, oh, Mrs. and So is coming in today. a long talker. I don't want to see her. Or, oh, I don't want to take care of patients with that low back pain. They never can figure out how to help somebody with back pain. And I don't want to hear them go on about this. Or, oh, I've got three depressed patients in a row. That's going to make me depressed. And, you know, like you start to sort of miss out on really why you do this. Okay. Why you're even doing this doctor thing. And, um, and I, I think that it's important for us to always sort of remind ourselves that it's for the good of humanity and it's the good of helping those patients. And those patients are people. There are, there are, in, our, in a small community like I'm in, they're my friends, they're my neighbors, they're the people that I interact with all the time. And, uh, and it's a very special thing to be able to do that and help people. And so I know that's a process that you're going to learn, but, but, you know, holding on to that principle of purpose is really important as you kind of move forward in your career. And it's easy to have other things sort of distract you from a sense of altruistic purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think the financial piece of it is something we have to be aware of. And at the end of the day, I think the best way we I found to, to parlay that Uh, financial well-being that comes through being a doctor is to maximize the good I can do with my financial well-being by being a generous person, Mm -hmm. by being a giver in our community, by being somebody who contributes to my community of faith, contributes to our United We Fund, contributes to our community foundation, um, and, and just on an individual basis does things that can make a difference in friends, family, and neighbors because I have the financial means to do that. And that is a rich blessing that provides purpose for me, too that is really the downstream effect of really getting to have a, a special life as a doctor. Um, I assume you and your wife um, are like to give and do things like that, even though you're a medical student yeah. or look for opportunities to do that as well, right?
0: Yeah. I think generosity is very fulfilling and important and helps keep you humble with the things that you're blessed with.
1: Yeah, right. Um, and so I assume as a student, you don't struggle with the idea of purpose and meaning and all that sort of stuff. Or is that something that ever catches up to you even as a student?
0: I feel like a, you're continually sort of working out your purpose, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so I think it's an ongoing process that at different times you might struggle with more or with with less. But I think it's a continual thing that everyone's working through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, coming back to the topic we talked about in the podcast right before this retirement, I think if you don't have a deep sense of purpose and meaning and even self-identity when you retire, that retirement's going to be sort of meaningless to you as well. Um, And there there are things beyond medicine. There's
0: there's I think it's uh, important to re- retire to something, yes, right? Not just exactly. Stop. Life doesn't stop. You should,
1: yeah. You know? And and I think that really feeds into that altruistic nature of doctor. I think doctors naturally would navigate towards doing good in the world and in, in the community if they're empowered to do it. If they they have a restored sense of autonomy, if they have a restored opportunity to do good, I think a lot of doctors do. I don't think they're they're. Wealth seekers are selfish people by nature. I think doctors are people who look for the opportunity to do something to make a difference. So it's my hope that for you young doctors that you're able to kind of think through that a little bit and even now continue to guard and protect and further develop that sense of purpose and meaning about why you're being a doctor, why you're putting yourself through this process of pursuing the doctor's life. And then And then really living your life out in in the way that you do, Um, because at the end of the day, um, if it's if it's meaningless, it's going to be just empty. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to get to the end and it's going to feel like, what was this all about and why did I pursue this? And so um, I encourage you. uh, This is a little shorter podcast today, but I encourage you as as young doctors to give that some thought. Um, I know again, for my own life that has a deep spiritual sense of the inner life and my soul and my sense of purpose and my sense of meaning and how I look at life and what I do and how I spend my time. All those things are sort of interconnected holistically. And I know that you have a a, a spiritual life and a faith life that's important to you as well, and your wife does. But those are all those things that bring a a sense of purpose and meaning. Not to say that church or Faith or spirituality is the only source of that. There's there's certainly a very rich um, way that we can live life with a sense of purpose by just helping one human after another. Um, but but I encourage you as young doctors to think about that part of your life and to organize it in a way so that you're empowered to maximize the good that you can do in the world through your life, whether it be through your resources or whether it be through your own skills or whether it be through your calling as a doctor, um, Rich Purpose has great meaning and long lasting meaning for you as well. So go out doctors and do the right thing and do the good that um, you've been created to do. And um, if you have ideas about how you've managed to do that as either a, a medical student, as a resident, as a practicing physician, um, or even a retired physician, how you've been able to embrace that. I encourage you to give us some feedback, share in our forums, our many different forums that we have. We have the Speak Pipe you can do through our website. Um, we have uh, many social media channels that include the Employee Physicians World on Facebook. Uh, we have this uh, video blog that you have, we have the blog that that we also produce. And so, Um, I I encourage you to jump into any of the channels that we have with Dr. Incorporated and begin to give us your feedback and thoughts about this important subject. Hope you have a great week uh, wherever you are and uh, thank you for listening and tune in to our next episode. Take care.